and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Hello and welcome to the most recent Fleet Geeks podcast. Today, which I'm recording now, which is simply called When to Quit. And I thought this would be a bit of fun actually. I was thinking about it recently because and I was gonna call I was gonna call this podcast Start with the End in Mind, but I thought that was a little bit unsure. So I'm gonna make a podcast about when to quit. So um comes with a health warning i i suggest that there's a really good book about quitting called the dip by seth godin uh which is a really good book and some of the ideas that i've got have been stolen with pride from that but essentially i've shaped some of these myself from reading this book a long time ago so i've actually had to refresh myself a little bit to prep for the podcast but one of the things that having read that made me realize particularly with running a consultancy and training business is you start with the end in mind so and what i mean by that and it gets asked all the time on the transport manager groups is, for example, when do I quit my operator, right? When do I quit? And it gets asked all the time and all the time. So one of the things that I say is prepare in advance, right? Decide what are the health factors? What are the hygiene factors that when they're not present anymore, it's quit time. See you later. I'm not going to be here anymore to see the train crash. Um, and because I think that's a really important thing to do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start this with a very simple caveat of start with the end in mind. Know when the quit's gonna happen. Know when to stop. Right. And if you're a consultant, make sure that you've got terms and conditions in place which outline when you're gonna quit. Right. And outline when you're gonna leave. And outline the notice period that needs to be paid if there's a notice period. Outline it all in advance. Get it agreed up front. Right. Because the worst time to try negotiating this stuff is at the end. Because at the end, we've all got different motivations, we've all got different issues, and it's going to be much harder to negotiate. So let's get negotiating up front before, you know, when someone comes to you and offers you a job or offers you a contract or offers you something, that's the time that you negotiate what the exit's going to look like, right? Half the reason football managers are quite happy to get sacked is because they know that their, their life cycle is going to be pretty short, potentially, and they've got nice fat payouts at the other end. Okay, so it's it it you know they either have a job or they get paid, right? Um, and there's no reason why that could not be for you you know your your process as well, particularly if you're you know um, an acclaimed uh, professional or you know somebody that um, has got a lot of profile about them or that you've got a lot of skills about you, right? Make sure that these things are right. And this this might not work so well uh, in the context of getting paid and being an, an employee, for example. But at the same time, thinking about these things helps you know when the time is to leave, uh, when to quit. Because one of the things that stands in the... The thing is, to understand, is that we don't have a lot of time, right? We're all going to die. And um, that's probably pretty morbid. And sorry if I've upset some people, but it's kind of true, right? We're all going to die. So we've all got a finite amount of time, right? And the difference between really successful people and really unsuccessful people is actually successful people know when to quit. They know when it's not right. And there's all this old stuff around uh, quitters never win and winners never quit and all this programming about, you know, people don't like quitters and um, 
you know, just keep going all the time and, and those kinds of things. So we and and resilience and, and that sort of stuff. And I know I talk about resilience and that's being really important, but sometimes we've just got to know that these are our standards and these are expectations. And, and when it's not being met, we quit. That's it. See you later. It's about knowing when to walk away, when to stick and when to walk away. And, um, you know, there's there's a, a real value in knowing when the right time for you is to quit without you having to go on Facebook and ask other people, you know, when you know that the writing's on the wall, time to go, move on and get going where you're going even quicker is uh, is obviously really important. So, you know, really important. But so I think that the important thing about this is maybe not when to quit. It's about when to quit and when to stick. Okay, and I can't answer that for you, and this podcast won't answer that for you. Only you can. But my suggestion is: is don't wait until you're emotionally involved. Don't wait until the last minute. Don't wait until you're really stuck in the thick of it and it really matters. Do it when it's objective. Do it at the front end. Decide when you're going to quit at the front. Uh, what's going to make me leave this? A really good example that got me thinking about this was uh, I was chatting to a coaching client recently. And there's some stuff going on. And, um, you know, it's really exciting when new, exciting things are happening. And, um, you know, there was this talk about two people moving in together and those kinds of things. And I go, oh, okay, how's that going to work? And um, we're sort of exploring that. And I was like, what happens when it goes wrong? And uh, the, the, the person just looked at me and was like, what do you mean? And the issue we've got is when we're excited about new stuff, we don't want to think about it failing, right? But I've got some facts for you. Most marriages end in divorce. Most people end up separating when they get into relationships. I know this sounds really cynical, but a lot of stuff fails, okay? And the thing is, is we're eternal, we're eternal optimists. So I guess this podcast is to make you think to be a little bit more cynical. Hello, it's Sharni from Flagship Partners. We are really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. If you need expert advice or training for your fleet business, make Flagship Partners your first choice. We are really excited to announce the launch of our Transport Manager Academy with expert development for fleet leaders, we offer fully accredited initial transport manager CPC training, CPC refresher and operator license awareness training, as well as mentoring, support and professional development beyond the qualification. Our vision is to develop elite fleet professionals. Don't be too cynical, obviously, because I think it's important that we have that. Um, I think it's important that we have this optimism and I'm, I'm an optimist too. I'm not a pessimist, but I think the importance is to be a realist as well as an optimist. So be optimistic, but be real about it at the same time. So you know when to quit the wrong stuff, when you're going to stick with the right stuff and having the guts to do one or the other. Okay. Because sometimes we just end up in no man's land where we're stuck with stuff that we don't really like. So I think there's real importance in, in starting to think about those things head on. Okay. So there's, three things to think about when it comes to quitting okay the first is the cul-de-sac so the cul-de-sac is for example you're stuck in work and you work and work and work and nothing really changes and you're in a dead end right you're hoping for it to change but it's almost like what einstein said if we always do what we've always done we're always going to get what we've always got okay and at some point we just need to look in the mirror and go it's time to quit okay so be careful of the cul-de-sac when you're literally just stuck in it, you're working and working and nothing's changing 
nothing's improving you're trying to get other people to buy into stuff this might be from a compliance point of view or it might be from you know from any point of view for example it might be trying to get a pay rise it might be whatever it is that you want for example it's just not going to happen and you need to just go this isn't going to happen so i'm going to quit right or i'm going to find something else first and then quit maybe is the right thing to do particularly if you have bills to pay and stuff but anyway the next one is the cliff be careful of the cliff, right? Because the cliff looks like something promising, okay? Going along, oh, this looks okay, this looks okay. But then everything drops off suddenly and rapidly and it catches you by surprise and you're like, oh shit, what am I going to do, right? Be careful of the cliff. When you fall off the cliff, quit, right? Stop falling, just quit. Um, you know, there's all sorts of dodgy stuff that could be happening in the background that's caused the cliff to occur, that you don't know about. So I often see people do this on, on social media. They'll ask about all this catastrophic stuff's going wrong and should I quit? And it's like, well, how much more evidence do you need before you're going to quit? Because that's a cliff you're falling off me. So um, yeah, so cliffs and cul-de-sacs, they lead to failure um, and you need to quit soon. You know, well, not soon, right now, you need to go um, and you know, the biggest key to unlocking success is being able to being able to to quit quickly enough. Um, but one of the things to be careful of is knowing when the right time is to stick, and that's that's to understand that the thing is right. And this is like when you start a business, when you start a consultancy, when you start a training company, right? And you might be listening to this, having started a business, right, and thinking you're in a cul-de-sac or thinking that you're on a cliff. And the thing is, is sometimes, and this is why the book's called the dip, right? Because sometimes you start a journey, right? And it's all exciting. It's all new. And it's all, it's all like, you know, exciting, right? You've got loads of energy because it's something new and exciting. The challenge is it's a long slog and it's going to take some time. And the dip is a bit like having the resilience to know you are on the right track. It is going to get better and you're going to come up the other side. Okay. And that's when you know when to stick. So, it sounds like a bit of a paradox because I talk about the cul-de-sac, I talk about the cliff, and then I'm talking about the dip. The dip's when you stay. If it's really going to get better, and that is the thing to think about in advance because what's this going to look like as it moves forward? Because the challenge you've got is if you're in the dip, it can get quite emotional and it can get quite challenging and you can get a bit frustrated. Okay, But actually, you might be on the right path and you've just got to keep going. There's this, you know, there's all these... Uh, I've seen all these, um, you know, gifts before of like people digging for gold and they're digging and digging and digging and they're only so far away from the gold or the oil or whatever it might be and then they give up and go home, okay? And it was the wrong thing to do because they were just in the dip. They'd been digging and digging and they're not got any results just yet, but they were just about to get the results. So really tricky thing. And that's why I can't answer the question for you of when to quit. But certainly something for you to think about is how long am I going to commit to this project? How long am I going to commit to this pathway that I'm following before, before I just give up and move on? So I think it's really important to think about that in advance. I hope, I hope this podcast has been useful and thoughtful. I'm interested in your thoughts. How do you know when to quit? You know, what, what are the things that you have? And maybe you create a list of stuff. And if somebody says this to me, if somebody does that, these are the warning signs. 
if uh, you know in the terms of a transport manager role I don't know the MOT pass rate hits 50 percent I'm gonna quit right or uh, the boss doesn't agree to this or uh, vehicle misses service or uh, driver takes his card out or whatever it may be you know you need to decide what that's going to be or how many times you're going to accept that happening before you do quit um i've just realized it looks like i've got a dressing gown on i haven't i promise it is a cardigan um <laughs> anyway um i hope it's been helpful hope you've enjoyed it uh let me know when when is it time for you to quit um and uh hopefully you're not thinking when's pete gonna quit because if you're thinking that why are you listening to the podcast right because i'm not gonna quit because this is this is just the journey right and i'm enjoying it anyway i hope you're enjoying the podcast and uh, i'll see you on the next one thank you very much i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please share with your friends and colleagues too join us for free on facebook with the fleet geeks community for transport and fleet managers fleet geeks offers ongoing professional development networking and mentoring too so get in touch with me pete rushmer on any social media platform to find out more